Technically speaking, this is episode 178, but in reality, it's just your friend Chris at The Mystic Show. Take a breath. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Mystic Show. I'm your host, Chris Curran. I'm happy you're here to talk about and think about spirituality mindfulness, thought, meditation, intuition, love, wisdom, faith, whatever. They're all unseen and otherworldly aspects of our lives, and they're the most important aspects of our lives. The purpose of this show is for you and I to move forward on our spiritual path, each of us walking side by side. New episodes are released every Friday morning and you can hear this show as a podcast on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. I wonder where you're listening from. You can listen from the website too. Actually, all of our past episodes are there as well on www.themysticshow.net. TheMysticShow.net. You can also sign up for our behind-the-scenes emails there. It's a little email I send out every Friday with a little, you know, a link to the latest show, but also a little tidbit of information behind the scenes, which you don't get on the show because there's a lot that happens behind the scenes, right? I would like to thank, very specially thank, Pause Your Life. Pause Your Life is the organization that supports this show Pause Your Life provides retreats and meetups when you want to hit the pause button in your life. It actually operates in many different cities in two countries, and uh, we're planning our fall retreat right now. So go to pauseyourlife.org. You can even pause right from the website. There's like a virtual pause. There's this little form where you can you write in all your negativity, your anxiety, your worries, your stress, anything that's weighing you down, you put it into this box on the website. And then there's a button underneath. It says, yes, by clicking this button, I am handing all this over to the universe to take care of. And I feel light. So feeling light is a big part of spirituality, actually, because the whole lightness and heaviness spectrum you know, rocks are heavy. <laughs> you know, God or the universe, that subtle essence is very light. It's very subtle. So it's almost like on the spiritual path, we're moving from the grosser side of it, the heavier side to the lighter side. That's why it's good to have a light attitude with things. Light and open. Of course, you don't want to be stupid and get hurt or, you know, fall prey to someone else's scams or anything like that. I mean, we have to live in the real world and we have to be smart and have wisdom. And at the same time, we can still be light. So we are in the middle 
you are in the middle of your summer of as a man thinketh. Remember last summer we had the summer of Vivekananda and we read one of Vivekananda's books. That was heavy stuff, awesome stuff. In fact, his book, the one we read from last summer, I think is even older than As a Man Thinketh. As a Man Thinketh was published in 1903. And I think the Vivekananda book was from the late 1800s, like 1896 or something. So this book we're reading from is written by James Allen. He also wrote Byways of Blessedness, which we republished, actually. That book's from 1904, and that book was just given a rave review by one of the meetup members in Ontario, Canada. She purchased the book at the meetup, and she went home. She read the whole thing. <laughs> she highlighted the, the book, and she just loved it. And she wrote this nice note to uh, our facilitator, Bruce, over there. Hi, Bruce. By the way, Bruce facilitates that meetup, and he also hosts a podcast show called Mindfulness Mode. And so you can find that Mindfulness Mode. Go check out his podcast. It's really cool. He talks about mindfulness. He interviews a lot of people from different areas of life. It's, it's, it's a very practical talk show about mindfulness, like how to apply it in your life. It's pretty good. Very good. Bruce Langford. That's his name. He's the host. So we're going to continue reading from the section called Effect of Thought on Circumstance. And I mean, so far, he is literally laying out this wisdom that our thoughts create our circumstances and that it is foolish to think that the circumstances are out to get us or we have bad luck or all that stuff. We create by our thought. We create our circumstances in life. Now, of course, at sometimes there may be some random things that happen, but maybe they're not so random. Maybe Maybe random things that happen, they might not even be caused by your thought in this life. Maybe they were caused by your thoughts in other lives or in other dimensions, right? So we're not really sure where our samskara or karma comes from. Sometimes we're sure, but sometimes we're not because our, as a human being, we are such deep beings, multidimensional beings. We exist in all phases of that heaviness, lightness spectrum. We have a human body. We have a physical body, which is the gross, the grossest form of ourselves as a human being. Then we have a mind, which is the subtle body. Then we have a soul, which is the essence. It's even way lighter than nothingness. <laughs> so... So I just find this fascinating. We're going to continue. This is the, the third little excerpt from this section, and we're going to finish this section today. So if you haven't heard the previous two episodes, definitely check them out. And you can even start from the first one from our summer of As a Man Thinketh. I think it was episode 175. That's where we kicked off the whole thing. So 
if you're hearing this for the first one, definitely go back and check out the three previous episodes as well. So let's just read from, again, the section is called Effect of Thought on Circumstance. And the book is called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Here we go. Good thoughts and actions can never produce bad results. Bad thoughts and actions can never produce good results. This is but saying that nothing can come from corn but corn, nothing from nettles but nettles. Men understand this law in the natural world and work with it, but few understand it in the mental and moral world, though its operation there is just as simple and undeviating, and they therefore do not cooperate with it. Suffering is always the effect of wrong thought in some direction. It is an indication that the individual is out of harmony with himself, with the law of his being. The sole and supreme use of suffering is to purify, to burn out all that is useless and impure. Suffering ceases for him who is pure. There could be no object in burning gold after the dross has been removed, and a perfectly pure and enlightened being could not suffer. The circumstances which a man encounters with suffering are the result of his own mental inharmony. The circumstances which a man encounters with blessedness are the result of his own mental harmony. Blessedness, not material possessions, is the measure of right thought. Wretchedness, not lack of material possessions, is the measure of wrong thought. A man may be cursed and rich. He may be blessed and poor. Blessedness and riches are only joined together when the riches are rightly and wisely used. And the poor man only descends into wretchedness when he regards his lot as a burden unjustly imposed. Indigence and indulgence are the two extremes of wretchedness. They are both equally unnatural and the result of mental disorder. A man is not rightly conditioned until he is a happy, healthy, and prosperous being. And happiness, health, and prosperity are the result of a harmonious adjustment of the inner with the outer, of the man with his surroundings. A man only begins to be a man when he ceases to whine and revile, and commences to search for the hidden justice which regulates his life. And as he adapts his mind to that regulating factor, he ceases to accuse others as the cause of his condition and builds himself up in strong and noble thoughts, ceases to kick against circumstances, but begins to use them as aids to his more rapid progress and as a means of discovering the hidden powers and possibilities within himself. Law, not confusion, is the dominating principle in the universe. Justice, not injustice, is the soul and substance of life, and righteousness 
not corruption, is the molding and moving force in the spiritual government of the world. This being so, man has but to right himself to find that the universe is right. And during the process of putting himself right, he will find that as he alters his thoughts toward things and other people, things and other people will alter towards him. The proof of this truth is in every person, and it therefore admits of easy investigation by systematic introspection and self-analysis. Let a man radically alter his thoughts, and he will be astonished at the rapid transformation it will effect in the material conditions of his life. Men imagine that thought can be kept secret, but it cannot. It rapidly crystallizes into habit, and habit solidifies into circumstance. Bestial thoughts crystallize into habits of drunkenness and sensuality, which solidify into circumstances of destitution and disease. Impure thoughts of every kind crystallize into enervating and confusing habits, which solidify into distracting and adverse circumstances. Thoughts of fear, doubt, and indecision crystallize into weak, unmanly, and irresolute habits, which solidify into circumstances of failure, indigence, and slavish dependence. Lazy thoughts crystallize into habits of uncleanliness and dishonesty, which solidify into circumstances of foulness and beggary. Hateful and condemnatory thoughts crystallize into habits of accusation and violence, which solidify into circumstances of injury and persecution. Selfish thoughts of all kinds crystallize into habits of self-seeking, which solidify into circumstances more or less distressing. On the other hand, beautiful thoughts of all kinds crystallize into habits of grace and kindliness, which solidify into genial and sunny circumstances. Pure thoughts crystallize into habits of temperance and self-control, which solidify into circumstances of repose and peace. Thoughts of courage, self-reliance, and decision crystallize into manly habits, which solidify into circumstances of success, plenty, and freedom. Energetic thoughts crystallize into habits of cleanliness and industry, which solidify into circumstances of pleasantness. Gentle and forgiving thoughts crystallize into habits of gentleness which solidify into protective and preservative circumstances. Loving and unselfish thoughts crystallize into habits of self-forgetfulness for others, which solidify into circumstances of sure and abiding prosperity and true riches. A particular train of thought persisted in, be it good or bad, cannot fail to produce its results on the character and circumstances. 
A man cannot directly choose his circumstances, but he can choose his thoughts, and so indirectly, yet surely, shape his circumstances. Nature helps every man to the gratification of the thoughts which he most encourages, and opportunities are presented which will most speedily bring to the surface both the good and evil thoughts. Let a man cease from his sinful thoughts, and all the world will soften towards him, and be ready to help him. Let him put away his weakly and sickly thoughts, and lo, opportunities will spring up on every hand to aid his strong resolves. Let him encourage good thoughts, and no hard fate shall bind him down to wretchedness and shame. The world is your kaleidoscope, and the varying combinations of colors which at every succeeding moment it presents to you are the exquisitely adjusted pictures of your ever-moving thoughts. Wow, the world is your kaleidoscope, (laughs) and the colors move in accordance to your thought. Wow, the power of thought. I hope you can meditate and regulate your mind and learn about your mind and choose better thoughts, create better habits, and really tap into the power of thought because even as normally we live every day, the thoughts we have are not that powerful. But by meditation, and moving forward on the spiritual path, becoming more subtle, our thoughts actually become more powerful. And we can help ourselves more. We can help other people more. It's just amazing. So this has been an amazing section of this book. And this is just a wonderful book. I appreciate it so much. And I appreciate you listening. I hope you're having a good summer of As a Man Thinketh. And until we speak next week, As always, keep shining.